we're back with a MVP edition of the uh, Brickhouse Podcast Team Previews, number 18. I'm Bob Johnson. And I'm Matt Baker. If you want to visit Brickhouse online, you can go to BrickhousePodcast.com and email us through there. I'm at, hey, it's Matt Baker. You can find the show at Brickhouse Pod. Rate and review us on iTunes if you feel so inclined. And after you're done with this, you cruise on over to AlmightyBaller.com. You can check out the Down to Dunk OKC Thunder podcast. Oh, yeah. I saw they had Inez Cantor on uh, a couple weeks ago. They'll uh, tell you what we got right and what we got wrong. Or they won't. <laughs> so, yeah, we are previewing the Oklahoma City Thunder we, in our team previews. And as is tradition this year, yep. we are going to roast us some thunder. So let's begin. Russell Westbrook's teammates are open as often as Denny's. Unfortunately, guys like Andre Roberson's jumper looks like it's from the value menu. <laughs> People say positions in the NBA have less meaning than ever. Draymond Green can play center and lead the team in assist, or Andre Roberson can play shooting guard and lead the team in airballed free throws. Oh, man, hitting them hard. <laughs> I hear Russell Westbrook never wears the same clothes twice. Once he's worn them, he donates them to Lady Gaga. <laughs> Carmelo waited all summer for a big market and eventually settled on Oklahoma City. This is like Mel Gibson waiting years for his return and coming back for the movie with him and the puppet. <laughs> I think it's called The Beaver. The Beaver. You know, there's a lot of reasons to be jealous of NBA basketball players. One thing is the access. Think about this. Last year, Inez Cantor had the closest view of some of the biggest highlight plays of the season. They happened right in front of him just after he missed his defensive assignment. <laughs> Steven Adams is one of my favorite players with his long hair, the tattoos, and the overall pirate appearance, which is why I'm concerned he's one eyeliner pencil away from becoming Johnny Depp. Steven Adams had to fend off 16 siblings in order to eat. So if Raymond Felton thinks he can steal all the food in OKC, he's got another thing coming. <laughs> The Thunder spent the offseason making some very good decisions. Oh, wait, quick correction. This news just in. The Thunder have brought back Rob Hennigan. You see this? <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, from the magic. Wow. Yeah. Nick Collison has said this season will be his last in the NBA, which means someone else will have to lead Oklahoma City Church Bingo Nights on Friday. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the changes the Thunder went through this offseason. You know, with this trade, I think Sam Presti is officially in the top tier of NBA GMs. He's he's made the Moneyball documentary for the NBA whenever they're going to make it. They didn't give up a draft pick for Paul George, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah, and then they gave up a second rounder for Carmelo. So it, A second rounder from Chicago. Oladipo, Sabonis, Cantor, and McDermott for Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm putting him up there now with Daryl Morey, Danny Ainge, R.C. Buford, and, of course, Sam Hinkie. Of course, because every, every list has to have <laughs> Sam Hinkie on it. Have you heard back about that job yet? Has he offered you a... No. Okay. I mean, he's still looking for work himself. That's true. In an earlier recording of this show, of the Thunder show, I said if Sam Presti could trade Inez Cantor for a draft pick in the year 3000, it would be a good deal yeah. for Oklahoma. The night before this trade went down, friend of the show Bjorn texted me about getting mellow in OKC, and my response was, well, the only thing they have to trade is Inez Cantor. And then you wake up, and sure enough, it happened. Who's in no way better than Ryan Anderson? He's a couple years younger, but sure. who cares? And he makes like a million, le like million or two less. But at one point, 
Ryan Anderson averaged 19 points a game and was knocked down three-point shooter. Yeah, and he, he still shoots over be. 40% yeah. threes. Yeah. That's where the game is going. Presti has to have something on these other GMs, right? He's got a cabinet full of information that he's threatening to use against them. Yeah, maybe he suggests, you know, really sticking it to some of the other GMs. I, I heard the, the rumor, same as the stupid Paul George trade, that the Knicks wanted to get Carmelo out of the Eastern Conference, which makes no sense at all. Yeah, you're already going to be bad. You're going to be bad. Carmelo's <laughs> gone in two years. He's yeah. 33 years yeah. old. What are the Carmelo on the Cavs going to keep the Knicks out of the playoffs? It's the stupidest <laughs> yeah. thing I've heard. It, it, while all this is happening, and we'll touch on this in a few podcasts, while all these guys are trying to get their stars out of their own conference, the Cavs and Celtics were like, eh, let's just trade with each other. Yeah. <laughs> so I was hanging out with Casey yesterday. Yeah, I've, heard, a, I've heard of him. He did the um, the music for Changes. Yeah, you just heard him. Yeah, so we were talking about this show on Netflix that we've both been watching, American Vandal. Have you seen this yet? Not yet, but I will probably get to it at some point. Yeah, you you would like it because you're a fan of Serial. Uh, if you ever seen ha- Making a Murderer, right? It's like a mock of that, right? Yeah, it's a it's a spoof of a yeah. reality show. And Casey said, "Yeah, you know, it kind of feels like every part of our society now is like living in a reality yeah, show." Sure. I think this OKC new version of the Thunder is going to be no exception. I think these are going to be like like NBA wives. Right. Paul George, Westbrook, and Carmelo Anthony are all famous for being ball hogs. <laughs> yeah. And now we're going to put all three of them on the same team yeah. and see what happens when people you... stop being polite. Yeah. <laughs> and you won't believe what happens next. I've got a conspiracy alert. Great. The NBA season's right around the corner. The opening games are the Cavs versus the Celtics and the Rockets versus the Golden State Warriors. Right. Now... When they made the schedule, the Kyrie Irving trade hadn't happened yet. But the Celtics and Cavs played in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Sure. So, you know, it makes sense that they would be be a good matchup for the first game of the season. Right. When the schedule was published, the Chris Paul trade had already happened. So the Rockets and Golden State Warriors matched up for the first game of the season. Also pretty intriguing. You know, it's probably the new best super team in the West besides Golden State. Yeah to go up against them. The first game of the season for the Knicks or the Oklahoma City Thunder in Oklahoma City, Knicks versus Thunder. The schedule was already made way before this trade ever happened. That's but the first game of the year for them? For either team, the first game of wow. the year, Knicks-Thunder. They have no storied rivalry. Sure. This is a nationally televised game, too. Do teams usually start... I wonder how many teams start cross-conference for their opener because you have to play so many more games against your own conference. I'm sure it happens. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but that is a really odd pair to start the My conspiracy is that these dramatic storylines, these super teams all forming together, are something the NBA already knew about. Mm -hmm. This is all part of the master plan. It's hard to deny yeah, you should see the corkboard I have in my office. There's <laughs> yeah. so many strings yeah, yeah. connecting different players no who have one, impregnated strippers. No one's allowed to go in there because one <laughs> false move and the whole thing could <laughs> fall down. Well, let's break down who the new starting lineup is for these Thunder then. And now, the starting lineup for your Oklahoma City Thunder! I think Andre Roberson's getting the boot, man. Do you? 
Unless Patrick Patterson, you know, if they can convince after seven years of trying of the Knicks trying to get Carmelo Anthony to play power forward, maybe he finally agrees to do it in Oklahoma City. That's what excited me the most was maybe getting him to be Olympic Carmelo. Right. Well, that's what everyone is uh, hoping for. Best case scenario. So you think Patrick Patterson loses the starting position over Andre Roberson? It seems like P- Patterson's better than Roberson. Yeah, but do you need Roberson's defense in there? Paul George can play deep. Westbrook and, and Anthony don't even try. Say Roberson's in Westbrook, Roberson, Anthony, George, and Adams with Patrick Patterson's your first guy off the bench, basically. Right. Patrick Patterson's your first guy off the bench. You can take Roberson out, put him in. You know, since all these guys need the ball so much, it actually would make sense to bring Mello off the bench, maybe. You know? Whoa, I've heard some hot takes before <laughs> in my day, Stephen A. <laughs> Starting is just a thing you can check off on your pride list, basically. Like, I was a starter. But in reality, there are six men that play more than some starters when it comes down to it well i was just thinking of the alternative of bringing andre roberson off the bench to right. lead the the second that's, unit that's what i mean as far as it's interesting because looking at their bench say roberson's in there too their bench is raymond felton patrick patterson jeremy grant alex abrinas terrence ferguson yeah it makes sense if you have three scores you put one of them in there mm-hmm. and let him dominate that bench unit yeah I mean, especially since billy donovan doesn't have much of an offense oh well, yeah i mean we all found out with kevin durant's secret secret accounts that yeah. billy donovan <laughs> isn't a good coach i feel like patrick patterson's the one coming off the bench okay bob i have a question for you if this team was trapped on an island in a game of survivor uh-huh uh-huh who would win and who would be the first voted off? I think Westbrook would never let the survivor conch go to one of his teammates. He barely even gives them the basketball. Yeah. He's the point guard. Yep. And I think Stephen Adams is voted off first because he eats three to four meals at a time. Did Ooh, you know this? He's no. like so big and, and so young. He, he'll he sit down at a restaurant and order three or four dinners. Okay. And eat all of them. But I have a question, Bob. Uh-huh. If you're sitting at the same table and you order a bunch of things, is that three dinners or just one dinner? <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, one 7,000 calorie dinner. Quit trying to dinner shame him. <laughs> Yeah, I figured the team would crunch the numbers and figured they'd all be out of food in a week if they didn't vote Adams off. So mm-hmm. that's it's just math. That's that's a good nothing one. personal. Yeah, Westbrook's the obvious winner because nothing goes through Oklahoma City without him having complete control over it or the island, I should say. First off, Doug McDermott. He's not. He doesn't look like island material. To yeah, me. you you need like buckets of sunscreen for that. Yeah, guy. Vegas has him at fifty-one and a half wins this year. How do you like them apples? Man, that kind of seems high. It's tantalizing, but I think yeah. it's I think it's too high as well. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those teams that is just going to be a popular overbet. Right. You know, people want to put their money on the Timberwolves yeah. and the 76ers and the Thunder cuz they're league pass teams. Mm-hmm. They'll, I, they'll I recommend finish going under. 48-49 with what a 4 seed? Probably so, yeah. 5 seed, yeah. I mean, it's going to be tough every night in the Western Conference this year. But uh, enough about basketball. Let's get into our segment where we rank things from the city of Oklahoma City between one and five stars in our segment called Five Stars. Oh, wow. Garth Brooks. He's from Tulsa, but that's close enough in my opinion. 
I'm not really a fan of country music, but game recognized game. Okay. Bob. <laughs> he decided not to tour for like eight years, and then he started touring again. He's playing two shows a night in arenas, multiple nights in the same city. Two have shows you seen... in one night? Yeah, have you seen it? You, so you like I looked it up one night because he's playing with his wife Trisha Yearwood. They'll go to Staples Center and they'll play like an eight o'clock show and then they'll play or like a seven thirty show and then they'll play like a ten o'clock show. Oh my god! Like a whole run of twenty songs, just cranking them out. Wow! Printing money and he's but they and they're staying in cities for not just two nights, like three, four, five nights. Wow! It uh, he's gonna buy his own island. Yeah, you probably could already. Four stars. Wow. I ranked NBA Tales of the Haunted Skirvin Hotel. Okay. I, I do not know this. Oh, you haven't heard about the Skirvin? No. no. This, this is where all the NBA teams stay when they go to Oklahoma City? Wait, I think I heard about this once, but continue. Yeah, yeah there's there's supposedly a lady and her child died there, you know, 100 years ago or whatever it was. Uh-huh. And she's rumored to still haunt the hotel. I can't wait for a 30 for 30 about this, or at least a Andy Samberg, like, fake documentary. <laughs> Justice Winslow said last year that doors were mysteriously opened while he was in the shower. Yeah. I heard uh, some vets have made rookies sleep on their floor right. in the hotel room just because they're so nervous about the uh, the ghosts. They want ghost bait. I don't know what people think that they're always going to go for the guy on the floor first. If I was a ghost, I'd be like, I'm going for the guy in the bed first. Yeah. What look at he made this dude to the rookie? Right. <laughs> Anyways, I'm guessing the power of suggestion can maybe play a part in this uh, ghost thing, but <laughs> I've never been there. If I ever do go to Oklahoma City, I'm staying oh, we're at staying the Skirvin there. for sure. Yeah. I like Ho- the... Hopefully when another NBA team is there too. So. I like the name of the Skirvin. Yeah. I'm giving it five stars. Thunder. Nature, natural occurrence, the nature, thunder. I'm rating thunder. Okay. No one has the guts to <laughs> to tell thunder what they really think about it. God bowling. Thunder scares dogs, but I do enjoy sleeping through it. Oh yeah, it's if, like a if I were to white noise machine. If I were to have an online dating profile, it would say loves to sleep through thunder. <laughs> so yeah, I'm giving it four stars because it's a uh, maybe because I grew up in Phoenix and I'm living here i don't deal with a lot of that type of stuff so it's always a little more yeah niche to me yeah i would say i miss the uh thunderstorms in houston but uh, this year is a good year to miss them uh you know what matt i ranked faking your own death oh former ceo of chesapeake energy and owner of the thunder aubrey mcclendon died in a solo fiery car crash the morning after federal indictment one of the it's honestly it's one of the weirdest things yeah i mean it's faking your own death yeah uh, they say the remains were so charred it was unclear if the deceased was wearing a seatbelt or not. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that they could tell that it was Aubrey McClendon. In fact, uh, no sense really investigating it further. The next day, the federal inv- investigation was over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're actually still out there and listening, Aubrey, my hat off to you. Well played, sir. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> nice. <laughs> On the next episode of Brick House. On this next team, both superstars and the coach still suffer from PTSD from various beatdowns at the hands of the Spurs. And they got a new owner, which means we're bringing back a segment from season one. The owner's not Beyonce, but it's going to be good anyways. You got to hand it to this next team. While others regroup, they're going full speed ahead into the Warriors juggernaut, like Randy Quaid at the end of Independence Day. You won't want to miss it on the next episode of Brick House. Thank you.